When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hello, we hope you're enjoying this week's edition of This Is Your Journey. We're with the inspirational Lisa Stalaker. So, Lisa, the Women's National Cricket League was the scene of your debut in the summer of 97-98 and you're playing for New South Wales. Specialist bowler back then, but your maiden campaign totals figures of, uh, totals anyway, of one for 120. Now, what you touched on before was not I know but not to be discouraged it seemed as though that just lit a fire inside you them the more setbacks and cricket is full of setbacks they just seem to steal you I think um I think one thing you have to learn especially in cricket you seek for that perfect innings for that perfect spell but you never really get it you know there may be maybe a handful of times in your career um but once you've tasted some success it keeps you going one thing I realised the first tour that I played was I thought I had to change my game. I actually thought I had to play differently because I was now playing for Australia or I was playing England, you know, I was playing a higher opposition. Um, and it took that tour for me to realise, actually, the reason why I was selected was because of these traits. I don't need to go away from that. So um, it was a great lesson, that tour, Um you know, things didn't go my way. I got injured a lot as well. I did my ankle before we flew flew out to, to England. And um, and then I did a quad injury as well once I was coming back and um, ran drinks for the two test matches, you know. So all of those type of things where you have to do fitness in the morning as well, like the things that you don't want to do really on tour, I had to do. So, um, yeah, learnt, learnt a lot of hard lessons in that, that first tour. So that determination to improve, though, like we touched on, didn't just apply to your, your bowling. It obviously applied to, to your batting. And in the space of, what do you reckon, four to five seasons, you went from, if I may be so bold, lower order 11, uh, battler yeah, to, to, to frontline consistent performer. Now, how did you do that? Because it was really hard to get time in the middle for New South Wales at this point because you were so bloody strong. Well, junior cricket, I was a, I was an opening batter. Um, so... You know, my skill set was, and I've always seen myself as a batting all-rounder that bowls a bit of off-spin. My figures now would show you that I'm probably more of a bowling all-rounder, which is a shame I never quite kicked on from a batting perspective. Um, But to get into, because I was a young player as well, you know, 18, 19, getting into the New South Wales team, there was an uh, opening for an off-spinner. So, yes, the New South Wales side was... Star started with Belinda Clark, Lisa Kitely, Sally Griffiths, um, Julie Hayes, all of these big names. Um, and the only way for me to play in that side was to be the little off spinner. So I batted down the order and, um, you know, had some good little innings and um, got got the team home against WA in a really tight tussle at the SCG in 99 and um, then slowly found my way up the order to the point where I, I started to open the batting um, with Lisa Kitely because Belinda Clark had moved down to Victoria because of work. 
So, yeah, that showed as well the Australian selectors that I can play at the top of the order. So um, it wasn't until, you know, by the back end of my career I found my spot as number four, which I was pretty comfortable with. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, again, you learn so many different things coming down the order. You have to go from ball one, have to find different ways of scoring runs. Um, but as we all know, for those that love cricket and those that get to play it, the best time to bat is at the top. Well, geez, you're being super modest to say that your batting never really kicked on because, okay, your, your Ashes debut was mid-2001, but a couple of years later, um, you get the call up in 03, of course. Your batting's improved steadily. You're still a bowler at this point, but your test debut against England, you carve out 120 not out, if you don't mind. I think that remained your highest test score over over the duration. That Was a, that was, a, was that the turning point to perhaps becoming a batting all-rounder as opposed to a bowler who could bat a bit? Yeah, that, that test match was the second test match, actually. I opened the batting up, up at the Gabba and I think I got a duck and like one off 35 deliveries or something like that. And then we went down to Bankstown. They dropped me down to the middle order, which yeah. I think suited me a little bit better. And um, we were actually in a really difficult situation and just needed to spend time out in the middle. I think it's the second innings. And thankfully was able to build a partnership with Alex Blackwell. So... Um, that was quite good. Uh, but yeah, look, for me, I've always, if I was to rate my performances, if I batted well um, and uh, and took none for 45, it would be a great day. But if I got 15 and I took a forfa, I still wouldn't be happy. So Shows you right. where my mindset was. <laughs> the 05 World Cup victory in South Africa. You're part of a team that obviously goes undefeated throughout the tournament. You take seven wickets at 22, 165 runs at 41, and 55 of those runs coming in the final against uh, India. Uh, a big fourth wicket stand with Karen Rolton. I think you were three for 71 when you came to the crease. Th- these were just these must have been great days. Yeah, I mean, you get to play your first World Cup. You play with legends of the game who you know, have been inducted rightly into the ICC Hall of Fame. Um, The Australian team had disappointingly lost the the final in the 2000 World Cup against New Zealand. So there was a lot hinging on us walking away with the trophy. And um, to get, and I I spent a lot of time out in the middle with Karen Rolton and it was the best position in the field because I was right up the other end as as she kind of bludgeoned the attack uh, around the park. So... Um, yeah, to, to have played in that era with those players, they, they to me, they're, they're pinch-yourself moments. Not what I've achieved, but who I've got to play with. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.